You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 217, Spring Equinox and the Wood Element. Welcome to episode 217 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. If you didn't know, we teach an online Feng Shui certification program, and we also have different courses and offerings outside of the podcast. You can check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list to hear about all our upcoming offerings. We give more information about each podcast and we talk about events that are coming up. Another timely event that we're talking about today is the spring equinox. Mm-hmm. And depending, well, Laura is going to talk about the March 20th slash March 21st. It usually falls on the 19th, 2021, but this year for those of us in the you know, in this area, Eastern North American, the exact time is Monday, March the 20th at 5.24 p.m. Okay. But it's usually spring equinox falls sometime in March around the 19th, 20th, or 21st in the Northern Hemisphere. Mm -hmm. And the equinox is this time, it's called the vernal equinox. It signals the beginning of spring. In the Southern Hemisphere, it's the autumn equinox. But it's a time when the in the northern hemisphere where the days start to get longer and on the equinox, because equinox it points to the fact that it's equal day and equal night. Exactly. And then we start seeing more of that yang energy of the the sunlight. And that starts to get greater than the the dark time. The yin, yeah. The yin time, yes. You know, we we talk about the spring equinox and these important transitions, the spring equinox, the autumn equinox, the summer solstice, the winter solstice. We talk about them a lot and more and more people are acknowledging these seasonal changes because we are seeing as a whole, as humanity, how important it is to be in touch with the natural world around us. So there's a great leaning to understand this more as we, you know, it's it's a, it's how the world is kind of leaning right now. So it's funny that like, we kind of say similar things every year. And I was just looking back at what I said, maybe a few years ago or the, or last year. And I was talking about like blizzards, snowstorms, cold temperatures. And it's funny. Cause like the day that Laura and I are recording this, we've both, you know, in Canada where Laura lives and in New York City where I live, we've just had a snowstorm. And in fact, in New York, we just had our first snowstorm Mm -hmm. all winter. And it happened just, you know, a little bit before the spring equinox. So it's interesting that it seems counterintuitive that this is the time of spring when we're now just getting very cold weather, but it's how things work. And they say that in the temperate zone, they say, March comes in like a lion and leaves like a lamb. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of interesting because that connects to the the Chinese zodiac as well, because it's like the lion is almost like the tiger. We're leaving tiger month and we're welcoming in rabbit month, which is much more gentle. And we can see this in the seasons. So it's it's an interesting time to pay attention to the world around us, right? 
Yeah. And I think what you were saying is people are more interested in this nowadays, just in the past, I would say five years or so, you know, lots of things have happened. And I think we want to be more connected to what is happening in nature and in the cycles and act and becoming more aware of it and not awakening to the fact that, you know, we're not just sitting here in the little bubble of whatever, our condo, our office, or our home, that, you know, the world is going on and it's greater than us and bigger things are happening cyclically in the seasons. And then when you start to think about it, and then when you take another, add another layer by looking at these ancient practices that obviously, because they're ancient, that was how they tracked everything. It gives you this I don't know, a sense of mystery and something that you haven't really discovered before. So I think people are really interested in, okay, what does it mean when it's the spring equinox? What does it mean when it's winter solstice? What, is it, what does that mean for me? What is that? How can I look at what's happening in nature and energetically, because that's what we talk about here, and how can I start to live my life a little more connected to that? Yeah. And so in honor of that, Laura and I typically at Mindful Design Feng Shui School, we put together a feng shui spring cleaning guide every year. Mm -hmm. And we've done it again this year. So Laura, actually, if you don't know, in our relationship, Laura does all the beautiful graphics and the marketing materials. So she put this really beautiful spring cleaning guide together. So we wanted to kind of go over, but more personally go over it. Like, And if Mm -hmm. you were interested in getting it, we'll put a link in the show notes where you can download it for free. Yeah, exactly. And so this episode is called Spring Equinox and the Wood Element. And we talk a little bit about this in the guide as well, but the wood element is connected with this time of year. And it's about if you haven't, if you, we're going to, by the way, we're going like, to do an entire episode on the wood element. So we won't get into it in too much detail, but what we wanted you to take away is again, things are shifting, things are moving into this wood season, which is springtime. And in springtime, we all have this all cultures across cultures have this when you're moving out of a winter into a spring is this cleansing mode right you really want to clean purge clear away that's that yin energy that's sort of stuck in the home and that is why you know we have this desire to clean our spaces but the nice thing about talking about it with feng shui is we're taking it one step further So yes, we're going to talk, you know, you can, we'll talk about mundane cleaning, what to do. But the idea is, is that that mundane cleaning, when done in a certain way, can lead to bigger energy shifts. So what I thought we could do is, I'll just go over the five different ways you can, you know, supercharge your spring cleaning with feng shui. And then Angie, maybe you could talk a little bit about one of the points, and then I'll talk about something else after, about the points about ceremony, like how to bring more ceremony to the whole thing. I'm, by the way, Angie's just learning that she's doing this right now. So she's going to figure it out. Okay, so we've, we've said that if to keep it super simple, because again, you can download this guide and then we have a checklist and everything, but sweep, so sweeping, right? One, clearing, And that's by doing a clearing, which I will talk about. Let's do that. I'll talk about the clearing. I'll do that. Washing, again, that's mundane, right? But we're going to talk about how you can bring ceremony to it, which Angie can talk about. And then at the end, you want to boost 
the cheese. So once you've done, you know, the sweeping, the washing, the clearing, and you've done all these things with ceremony or with intention, you're going to finish by boosting the energy. Okay. So I'm not going to get into how you sweep your house and how you wash your house because, you know, that'll be on the checklist and I'm hoping you guys know that. But Angie, if I were to say to you, I am going to clean my kitchen with, you know, something that is appropriate. How would you say I could bring ceremony to that? Are we on the sweeping or the washing? I don't care. Whichever. You <laughs> the mundane cleaning. Okay. So I think that it's very easy to look at cleaning, whether it's a sweeping or washing as a task that you are trying to get through as quickly as possible. So you're doing the dishes or sweeping your home with this idea that I'm going to do this quick as quickly as possible so I could get to the next thing. And there's a lot of people that do that. And I, I'm guilty of this myself. But from a more ceremonial point of view, you could actually create an event or a practice out of that task of sweeping or washing. So instead of just looking at it as trying to get it done and check it off your list, how can you enjoy and be pre enjoy yourself and be present for that task? Especially when you're doing something like spring cleaning, because you can sweep with the intention that you're moving the chi in your home and supporting the earth element, which represents your floor. Or for instance, cleaning your kitchen can be a exercise in cleaning and purifying all of your like your own body and like the food that you put into your body so you can nourish yourself. This reminds me of also of like someone had written something like on Instagram once and they asked how to they people ask funny feng shui experts like Laura and I funny questions. They, they, she said, how do I get rid of all the but dust bunnies and make them stop? And and it's like, but you but that's life. Life is life keeps moving when there's no more dust it means that you're dead right if you um like the definition of death is rigidity and flexibility is the definition of life like flowing movement like water but if but if you're dead you're not moving so we want to keep flowing we want to keep moving and and the dust is a gift and a reminder and even in like japanese animation movies like the ones that I like like Studio Ghibli films they even animate the dust the dust becomes like little like nature dust sprites and and they help you in your home so they can teach us like where are the areas that we've neglected and keep us attending to our home so doing all of these tasks like sweeping and washing with joy with enjoyment and joy and without the intention that you're just trying to do it as fast as you can to, to do something else, like be present in that moment when you're washing the dishes or sweeping your home. Yeah, exactly. And I will add to that one tip, which is in the guide, but I won't, you know, give you the details of it. You can go in and get more. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, but if you wanted to add more, you know, so you've you, as Angie said, you're doing it with intention, you're honoring the act of it as opposed to just making it mechanical. And you can also give it a beginning and an end. 
like like a ceremony, right? You can start it with intention. You could ring a bell or you could do the space clearing that we have as the closing. So you could open it by ringing a bell, which is also a way to clear, which we go into in the guide here. And then you can do what you need to do. And you can even integrate some of the clearing techniques, which we have in this, which, you know, you can use orange oil or orange peel, and you can close it with, you know, a space clearing. So that could be one way, or you could just ring the bell on either ends of what you're doing. Or you could say today, I am going to clean my kitchen and it's spring. You're going to open the windows. You're going to ring a bell that you have, tinctia bells, you know, singing bowl, something metallic. You're going to ring it to sort of open this time that you're going to do this, this ritual. And you're going to clean with a non-toxic cleaner. Having Adding a little orange oil into it brings in that yang energy that you're you're honoring because again this is a time where the yang chi is increasing as the sun grows stronger and brighter and then you can close it with again ringing the bell again or you could have gone to get yourself some flowers because again it's spring to boost the chi and to put them in a place and say okay here are my flowers you know I'm honoring it it's like you know I've made this little this little offering with my flowers, welcome spring, and to boost the chi overall in your home. So it sounds pretty straightforward, but you know, it's the difference between going through those things that you might have done over the course of a few days or maybe a month. And it's doing them with intention in one particular time in order to honor the chi and the change of the season. Yes. And also in our feng shui spring cleaning checklist, we go through like different, like three different tasks based on areas of your home. And that's another way to bring the intention in. So I mentioned earlier, the kitchen, the kitchen represents how you nourish yourself. It's where you cook your food. It's where you prepare your food. So it provides health and vitality to you and your family. It also holds the stove which is your source of wealth and your resources and it's fire cheese. So we really think that the kitchen is one of the most important areas to look at for your spring cleaning checklist. You know, we have this on the checklist, but like when you clean out your fridge, you can visualize that you're, you're letting go of things that are no longer serving you like spoiled food or expired food, wiping down the surfaces, just like you're cleaning out your body because the food that you put into your body directly affects you. And then the stove is really important too. So we have a couple of things for the stove, but mostly you want to keep your stove in good working order and clean because it represents your wealth and resources. And then if you go to the entryway, the entryway represents your face to the world. It's how the world sees you. It's how chi comes into your home. So we give some suggestions, one of which is that you can sweep the front step and landing. So sweeping that area with intention that you're stirring the chi around, that you're creating us, you're moving away anything that's been neglected, any dust that's accumulated, and you're allowing it to shine and polish, polish it up so it can 
invite in new and fresh chi. Laura, do you want to go over the bedroom and the bathroom? Okay. All right. So, and by the way, you don't have to write these things down there in this guide that you can download. Okay. You so don't have to download it either. We you just, don't. That's we don't. true. You don't have to. You don't have to. We're telling you. We're not forcing here. you. But <laughs> if you're sitting there going, oh my God, just it's there. Okay. Bedroom. So are we going to get all the things or are you just giving a sense of you were being Whatever very poetic about it? Okay. Bedroom. Again, this is place where you talked about where you're also not just nourishing, nourishing yourself, you know, with food in the kitchen, but this is a place where you heal in your bedroom, right? And you recharge. So one thing to do would give yourself a treat and either change the sheets for the spring equinox, if you haven't done that in a while, which I'm hoping you have, but it doesn't matter. Add that ceremony and say, today, in honor of the spring equinox, I'm going to put on fresh sheets. If you want to even take it a step further and bring in that wood element, you could go out and get yourself some green sheets because that's connected with wood element. And, you know, actually a little aside, um, we had posted something on Insta on our Instagram account, like a bedroom checklist. And it had said, remove emotional items. And I noticed someone had a question that they didn't understand what that meant. And that's another thing. It's, uh, well, what do you, what do you, like, I would say like, what do you think emotional items means? Because under, from could, under the bed, right? Yeah. From under mm -hmm. the bed. Cause that could be different for each person. Right. Mm -hmm. So something uh, maybe, you know, clearly some things that would be very emotional would be Divorce papers mm. or photos of you and an ex mm -hmm. that could be, but also there's positive emotional things, right? Maybe there's baby pictures there of your, your son, who knows, but, mm -hmm. but the idea is to have it more neutral around where your bed is and yes. to not have a, to have more equanimity in the chi that's surrounding you as you sleep so that you can rest, that you don't have very turbulent, whether it's very excitable, very happy, or very low, depressed. You kind of want some kind of something with more equanimity, more equilibrium and balance around you when you're sleeping. Yes. And then bathroom. Can I talk about the bathroom? Repair any leaks. I know this sounds really basic, but leaking wa water, like that constant drip, 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 drip of the tap, please, you know, get that repaired, get that fixed is resources, water, resources going down the drain. And, you know, the idea of spring cleaning and preparing is to set yourself up for all of these new beginnings that are coming now in springtime. So, you know, make sure that you're, you know, you've set yourself up for the best kind of best to come and really so that you can launch into this new season. And one other thing is clean the mirrors of your bathroom with a non-toxic cleaner and again bring that con that concept of ceremony into it and clean them with the acknowledgement that you can see clearly that you're bringing more clarity into where you're going so you know you're going to put your best foot forward into this new time and this new new season and then make sure that you have a clear vision of where that is so when you're while you're cleaning that mirror you know think about that set that intention and then just an overall thing, which we I kind of talked a little bit about, but floors overall, sweeping with intention. 
So we've talked about this. I think we talked about it in the new year one where you sweep out the corners, right? Because that's where chi gets stuck. And again, you know, you're, you're, you're just moving energy around and opening the windows while you sweep, open the front door and just let it all out. Yeah. And just honor this new time. Again, it's a lot of intention and then adding this ritual to it that, that, that gives, you know, there's a reason why you listen to this podcast and there's a reason why you're interested in these, these modalities is because you believe that there's a bigger connection around these times of year. So, you know, honor it. And these are, the checklist may seem mundane and basic, but that's why the timing is important and also the intention and ceremony around it. Yes. And, and we circled back to how we started about sweeping. Yes. Yes. So we hope that all of you have a delightful and energetic spring equinox. We look forward to seeing you next week. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can listen to us every week. We have a new episode every Monday. And if you like our podcast, please share it with others. Subscribe, leave a review. You can always support us by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. It's always great to get on our mailing list. You can sign up in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.